Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And we're back at Kingdom Hearts 2 again. And I just want to jump right into the previously on, <laughs> if we can do that. You, you are not hesitating with this game. No. Well, I feel the like thing. you were scarred by Chain of Memories and you just don't trust Kingdom Hearts anymore. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, I feel like I've been road hard and put away wet a lot of times when we finish an episode because <laughs> the last two have been so dramatically timed that I could have sworn you'd done it on purpose. <laughs> I wish I was that good. I am not. So previously on Kingdom Smarts, uh, my my boy is in an egg and he's only at 28% because old man Diz is hogging up all the Wi-Fi <laughs> and Rox has had to do a bunch of chores and it got his money stolen by a guy in a coat. Yep. And then at the end, and I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff, there's a lot of chores, a lot of math, you know. Yeah, I struggled with the concept of numbers. Again, proving that I am not planning the timing. <laughs> or... This is all very, like, to the second planned. <laughs> I don't know. There's no way to tell. Somewhere there's just a wall of, like, me trying to figure out math, and it's just a bunch of drawings of me getting to the right solution. <laughs> it's, it's hieroglyphs of math, because that's the <laughs> easiest way to interpret it. So then, at the very end, turns out that maybe Roxas is in the Matrix. I don't know. Maybe he's a simulation. Maybe he's the only one who is in the simulation. Is he... <laughs> Is he Sora? Hold on. Nope. That doesn't make any sense. Is he... <laughs> is he Sora? Is he the Sora's subconscious trying to download... <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the important part is that you tried. I'm trying... <laughs> By inter okay, so like I get that like you go through dimensions and there's like darkness that will eat your heart and that shit all sounds magic and that's fine. I'm cool. Like I've contextualized that within the world of like here's some Disney characters and some Final Fantasy and like that all makes sense to me. And they're like, now here's this weird science stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool, but how does that work? And they're like, oh, by magic, pretty much. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well that doesn't make that doesn't add up to me. So he just wants to delete something from the real world. It's no big deal. Is it the real world? <laughs> Which world is the real Is Does that mean that Hotel Oblivion isn't the real world? And they're trying to 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 email <laughs> Sora into the real world via an egg. They have to share him through Google Drive because <laughs> he's too big to send us an attachment. <laughs> it's just, there's just so many questions that I have. <laughs> Nominated sends over a Dropbox link yeah, just... for Diz to drop into. Yeah, Dropbox them over. It's much easier. <laughs> Google Drive is fine, but like it takes longer to upload, I've found. Yeah, it does. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> so I wish I had more beer than I do, but uh, are are you ready? I am. Re are you ready? I Well, no, but I, you know, we're just going to do it anyway. Did we cover everything important that happened? Uh, oh. I think so. Let me double check. Um, uh, was it Pence or Hainer that was being a real drag? Uh, Pence. Yeah, I oh, think no. he knows. No, it was Hainer. Hainer was the one that, or I guess they both were. Everyone except Olette is having a bad time. Okay. Olette's great, except for the fact that she worked real hard on a pouch and then Roxas had it get stolen. Yeah, by just some man in a coat. That they didn't see. Yeah. So, so to them, maybe he did just lose it. Yeah. From them, he just tripped and like threw it over the building. Yeah. Uh, someone took it. You didn't see that, but they were right here. So I was going to say something, and I don't remember what it was, and I I don't know if that's good or bad. So are you ready to start? I am. All right. Your time begins right now. 
All right. After we cut away from Diz saying the the objects from that town must be kept from the r- real world, uh, it fades out, and then we go to another one of those like weird static sessions that's retelling Kingdom Hearts one. Okay. And we cut to King Triton talking to Sora about how he must not meddle in the affairs of other worlds. See how well that turned out for him. <laughs> and then static. And then Ariel talking about how she wants to see other worlds. Static again. Uh, we see them in the Colosseum with Phil and Hercules, like being made junior junior heroes. Okay. Uh, static again. We cut to Aladdin, like when he frees Genie. Static again. Jack and Sally, like when they get together at the end of the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas world. Yeah. Static again. Sora summoning Mushu. Which I'm pretty sure I re- mentioned summons in Kingdom Hearts one. Yes. Okay. Good. I don't know if you mentioned him specifically, but oh. you did mention the idea of some. I know Genie was one and Tinkerbell was one. Yeah, and so it was Simba, Bambi, Mushu. I feel you like... mentioned Simba and Bambi because I remember being like, Bambi can't be a great one <laughs> if it's for fighting. It's just Bambi. Yeah, he just he gives you items. Yeah. But yeah, Mushu's one. So we, we get to see the scene of Sora summoning Mushu. Okay. And then we static again. It goes to the scene in Monstro where Riku's doing the whole like, oh, Sora, what are you too good for games now that you have the Keyblade? Yeah. Tough talk for some guy standing in a, in a whale's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they didn't know yet. They hadn't gone that far in the map. <laughs> yeah, static again. Then it uh, shows Riku when he's talking, or not Riku, Sora when he's talking to Riku all like, oh, did you find her yet? And then when it goes static, instead of it being, like, the gray static, we kind of see, like, Kyrie standing with, like, a white background within the static image. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it goes static again, and then it's at Neverland, and we get the, I can't believe it, I really flew, wait till I tell Kyrie. Then, but Kyrie gets cut off, and the static has Kyrie in it again. I don't trust his static at all. It keeps trying to fucking cut my girl out, and I, <laughs> I feel like that might be on purpose, and I don't think it's nominate. I'm pretty sure it's Diz, if it's anybody. Grandpa doesn't know how to work the computer, okay? He's well, trying his best. Then let someone else do it. No, he, he's gonna get it, all right? <laughs> How's he supposed to learn if he doesn't do it? <laughs> I, I don't know, but go somewhere else. <laughs> Read a book about it. And then it's static again. We see where we get Tinkerbell static when Sora's talking to Cloud about them trying to find each other's light. Yeah. Uh, static again where it's Sora leaving behind uh, Winnie the Pooh and all of his friends and they're all saying goodbye because even like the cutscenes catch you up on Kingdom Hearts 1 are like, no, who gives? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck 100 Acre Wood. <laughs> And then we get uh, static again. We show we see the scene from Neverland where Riku steps out of the way to show him where uh, Kyrie is like sitting there after she lost her heart and is just all like vacant. Yeah. Static again. We see Sora locking a keyhole. We see images of Riku and Kyrie, and then it fades out. So we can see Kyrie sometimes, but anytime you mention her, it's it changes scenes. Yep. Okay. And then um, after that, we see the computer room where, again, it's just like a pan of all the computers and Diz just like staring at the computers. Yeah. And then we fade to another scene where we see older Namine standing before Sora's egg. At 33% now. <laughs> she just picks up the plug like, oh, who unplugged this? <laughs> Diz! <laughs> I had to charge my phone. It's at 80%. You're fine. <laughs> I like keeping it plugged in. Just stop playing Pokemon Go. Turn it off. You know it drains your battery. (laughs) 
But yeah, so we see her standing with four swords egg. The camera zooms in on her, and as it does, it like basically gets rid of the background until she's standing in darkness. Okay, that's ominous. Yeah, and she turns around as we hear Roxas' voice ask who she is. To which, um, okay. <laughs> to which she only smiles at him, and then we like smash cut to Roxas waking up in his bed. But is he in a dream? Is he in Sora's dream? Who knows? I don't know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Roxas wakes up, and like the camera kind of moves, so we can see that um the back of Namine kind of standing in the corner of his room watching him, and he hasn't noticed her. Oh shit! And then the camera angle shifts as he notices, but when he turns and looks at the corner, she's not there. Oh, so we're definitely in Sora's head then. Maybe. I don't know how that would make any sense at all, but... Life uh, finds a way. It does. <laughs> yep. And then after this, we get the title card that says the third day. Okay. Yeah, we go to the hideout, or the usual place, and no one's there, but Roxas finds a note saying that they should meet at the train station, and, that, and they're like, don't worry about the money, we're going to the beach, and we're going to go to the beach anyways. So now, So they're just going to jump the tracks they're gonna jump the turnstile and they're gonna run in on the train <laughs> and get arrested it's a bad way to start your game so are chores true <laughs> and anyways um after we get the note we leave and start to head to the station and as we're like walking uh Olet and pence show up and uh roxas says good morning to them as they're walking over to them but as soon as they start to talk back to him they freeze uh okay like they stop moving completely just mid-stride that's pretty bad and roxas is immediately like oh this is weird and goes to run to help his friends but before he gets very far nominee appears in front of him okay and uh she says hello roxas and as soon as he tries talking back she just kind of like looks around and when he's just like all right well who are you she just kind of like holds up a hand to like stop talking yeah and she says, she's like, I just wanted to meet you at least once. Okay. To which he's kind of like confused, but like, you know, cute, kind of like embarrassed way where he's just like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's weird. And, but she just kind of turns around and walks away. And he's just like a little weirded out. So he doesn't go after her. But as soon as she walks off screen, Hay or, uh, Olette and Penn start walking and talking again. Okay. So... This has got to be some sort of memory brain illusion thing then. <laughs> now I feel bad for Roxas because he's going to be erased when he gets woken up. <laughs> we'll find out. I guess we will. <laughs> but yeah, so Alette and Pence are walking again and Pence is just like kind of complaining that Alette has taken him out shopping. <laughs> and Alette asks Roxas if she wants to join. To which Roxas is, like, completely zoned out and just, like, staring where Namine was. <laughs> I think I just saw a ghost. <laughs> and when he stands back, he's like, did you guys see that? Did anyone <laughs> see anything that just happened? And, like, he runs over to where Namine left and is, like, looking down the street to see if he can see her and there's no sign of her. Okay. And to which his friends are just like, he's stalling. He doesn't want to come with us. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> Roxas is still just kind of staring off, and he's just like, I wonder if she went to that weird haunted mansion. Oh, there's just a ha oh, the, the in the forest. Yeah. Okay. 
You know, that, that weird mansion where only like murders and weird silver boys happen. Yeah. Disney's Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks different now. <laughs> we go off towards where the Haunted Mansion is and like as you're following, you kind of see like a few, like a glimpse of here of her here and there. So like, you know, you're going the right way. When you go into the forest, she kind of disappears, but a portal appears and a few of those dusks kind of like snake out for the better world. Yeah. They just, they move so weird. I love it. They're creepy. Yeah. They, they creep me off. <laughs> and they try to grab Roxas, but he kind of shakes them off and like takes off running into the forest. Okay. Or no, he leaves the forest and runs back into the town. Okay. Chicken. Yeah, huh? Chicken. Well, look, if you're going towards the haunted mansion, then like weird silver things show up again. You're like, all right, other way then. That's fair. I mean, you summoned a Keyblade once. Try it again. <laughs> Give it your best shot. Though, to be fair, I would probably also run, run from that. <laughs> they are like, now that I'm rewatching these cutscenes again, I do forget that they are literally like human sized. So I was like, I always just thought they were like shadow sized. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're not. They're as big as him at least, and they move the weirdest they can. <laughs> But yeah, so Roxas is just sprinting through Twilight Town, and he runs past Cypher and Company, gets called a chicken wuss, and just kind of stops, because <sighs> Cypher has the best insults. I just want to know who in the room, when they were translating this, was like, yeah, I bet that's chicken wuss? And they're like, that's fine. Keep it in. <laughs> I don't know, but I would I would love to see what like the literal Japanese translation was. What if it is just chicken wuss? That would be like, amazing. Good enough for me. That's a real <laughs> thing that kids say. Totally. But yeah, so he kind of stops as Cypher and like his groupies are just kind of like, I don't want to say trying to threaten him because he did just say the words chicken was to a human being. Yeah, you lose a lot of credibility when that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. But as they're like yelling at Roxas, all the dusks like snake into the area after him. And they're all just like, oh shit, you were running for a reason, man. <laughs> Oh, so they're in town now. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> and as soon as they appear, Cypher's just like, yo, fuck these dudes. I don't like this. This is bad. Let's get rid of this. And basically, everyone gets a weapon. They're little bats. Right. To which Roxas also gets. And when you attack the Dusks, they cut the bats don't do shit. Yeah, they're, they're, they're from Nerf. They're not going to stop these demons that crawled out of shadows. It is Nerf and nothing this time. <laughs> and the uh, as everyone's trying to fight them off, the dust kind of just surround like, the group of bullies. And again, everything freezes. Okay. Even the dusks? Not the dusks, only like the kids. Okay. So all the dust, once everything's frozen, they kind of just turn all their attention to Roxas. Well, sure. <laughs> and that's when we hear we hear Nominee's voice telling him to use the Keyblade. To which Roxas like looks around and looks up, and Nominee's just like kind of looking over the top of a building hilariously. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why this cracked me up so much, but like every time it just shows like the roof of a building. She's just like peeking over it, like use the Keyblade. <laughs> uh, you need to put that in the visual companion. <laughs> I will do my best to find it or screen <laughs> screenshot it. Okay. As the um a dust starts to attack Roxas and like he throws his hands up to protect himself and the screen goes white and we see Roxas kind of like lower his arms after he protects himself to see that he's back in that stained glass world. Okay, where like the big stained glass mural of Sora. Yeah, where everything is like black around him and then there's nothing but the stained glass like yeah. platforms. Okay. This is one of those like 
the dusks appear around the stained glass thing again, and this is where you get the real option to choose between the sword, the shield, and the wand. Okay. So it's so like the fun, cutesy kid version. So like, if you picked the wand for that one, you could pick something else here. Okay. If you didn't like it, you can switch styles. Yeah. Because, like, the first round, it was basically you just got an AP bonus, or not an AP bonus, a bonus to whatever you grabbed, just because, and now it's like, no, this is actually going to affect how you play the game. Yeah, okay. That was more just like, you get this for now. It'll carry over, but, like, this is the real decision. Yeah, now now you're in the game. Yeah. So, you make your decision. Again, I usually do shield. And that's when the Keyblade appears and the Dusks just kind of zero in on Roxas and you just get to beat the hell out of them. And this is just, again, the way it was in Kingdom Hearts 1 where this is just, learn how to play the game that you've been playing for like an hour already. Yeah, it's weird to put a tutorial three and a half hours into a game. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. Like Kingdom Hearts knows what they're doing, maybe, kind <laughs> of. We don't. Don't look at it. They claim to know what they're doing and no one can dispute it. <laughs> But yeah, so this is where we get to learn about, like, making shortcuts and how to interact in the world. And like I said, this game's very famous for er- your interaction button is the triangle. Yeah. And there's a lot of reaction commands in this game. So if you see Kingdom Hearts 2 jokes that have the triangle in it, that's why. Okay. We had a triangle joke in our wedding. That nice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't know about our the guy that married us just pulled out a PlayStation 2 controller and said press triangle to get married. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's cute. That's very cute. <laughs> but yeah, so we fight all the dusts, and it's the same thing where like that big door appears. And it tells him not to be afraid and to keep moving. And to which you get to go through the same thing Sora went through, but every stained glass is still Sora. Okay, it's all the same Sora? Yeah, there's just like color variations to them. So like one of them's like tinted green, one of them's tinted red. Okay. So, yeah, there's three tiers. You go through all of them. And then the last one, there's, or you go through another door at the third one. And then you go to just like another platform uh, to which you get to have your first boss fight. Well, real boss fight. Right. And I'm trying to figure out how to describe this thing. Oh, good. Oh, (laughs) oh, great. It's kind of like, you know how there was the shadows and then there was like dark side, like the dr- the dreadlock dude with the scarf and the big heart cut out? Yeah. This is like that to the dusk. Okay. But weirder? Well, sure. Like, I think the dusks are like whatever but weirder. Yeah. So like it's big and silver and it's got like huge shoulder pads that kind of look like the offshoots of the like organization symbol, the little white. Spiky penis. Yeah, the white spiky (laughs) penis. And, like, it's got a scarf, a blue scarf on that's got a lot of, like, tendrils flying behind it. And it's got, like, big puffy pants and, like, stupid shoes. Okay. But, like, in the way that the dusk is kind of in a onesie, this thing's also kind of in a onesie. Okay. (laughs) It's so weird. I forget what it's called, too. It's something thorn. I'll remember it when I put up the uh, visual companion. Okay. But yeah, so we get to have our boss fight, and then we get to see our first how reaction commands are gonna kind of work with the game, because the fight's really interesting. Like, you get to just, like, beat him up with the Keyblade, but then, like, after a while, it will grab you and, like, put you in the air, like, flayed man style, like, holding you out by the arms and legs. Right. And, like, it will get up in your face, and you get to, like, reaction command to, like, hit it, so it, like, basically makes a cinematic of you attacking it back. 
Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird to describe, but like it's a cool looking thing and it ends up super dramatic where like the stained glass platforms are like falling over and it's like climbing over the side of them and like picking oh, it up. Shit. And it's just like, uh, all right, this game gets melodramatic so fast. Yeah, that, uh, I was gonna say a minute ago you were like, oh, I gotta, go, I gotta skateboard a lot, to just give bi- some pigeons some letters, and now you're like, I am gonna have to do uh, a John Woo fight <laughs> in an upside down stained glass house. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once you get to the point where you defeat it, it kind of starts, it starts collapsing, and Roxas is like running to not get hit by it, but it collapses on him and we kind of get to see him do that thing where he, like he's laying on the ground like struggling as darkness starts to overtake him yeah and his hand reaches out of the darkness and nominee takes it okay and like as soon as their hands touch there's a, bur- a burst of light and roxas kind of wakes up in like a weird a weird purple room which i didn't write down anything else to help me describe this but i'm pretty sure that's all there is to it okay <laughs> A, a weird purple room got yeah, it. it it's kind of like you know how sometimes like in a movie musical they very clearly have a scene that has nothing to do with the movie but it's just a cute dance number yes it's one of those rooms okay yeah and nominee is just kind of sitting there patiently <laughs> roxas tries to talk but nominee does like the finger to her lips again uh j- just so everyone knows the room i am picturing is the room from jamiroquai's virtual insanity that's just where I went immediately. <laughs> so everyone, I guess, just accordingly. I went to Singing in the Rain, but I figured if I got very specific to a scene in Singing in the Rain, like me and three other people would get it. Yeah, I w- I'm not one of those three people. I've seen Singing in the Rain a couple of times. I can only tell you the one scene. You know the one. <laughs> yeah. Is it the part where he sings in the rain? The Singing in the Rain part? Yeah. Okay. That well, well, it's a good part. Did he have the flu for that? I think he did get sick during it, yeah. Ah, what a champ. Yeah, so she introduces herself and asks Roxas if he remembers his true name. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. To which the cloaked man from earlier appears and grabs Namine. All oh, of those like, hey, don't say anything else. To which <laughs> Namine's reaction is like, but if no one tells him, Roxas will. And the guy interrupts her to be like, no, it's, it's best if he doesn't know the truth. The truth about what? <laughs> to which, like, Roxas is just kind of to the side, just like, hey, you're the asshole that stole my money. Yeah, I would like my $5,000 back, please and thank you. <laughs> and to which the man in the cloak just kind of walks over and he, like, holds his hand out to open, like, one of those, like, darkness portals and just pushes Roxas through it. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> Mystery fellow Mark II is an asshole. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. <laughs> he really likes grabbing people, I've noticed. But yeah, after he pushes him through, Roxas wakes up, like, on the ground. And just kind of looks up to see Cypher, like, posed over him. Like, he defeated him, and everyone's just, like, taking their pictures with him and the unconscious Roxas. Oh, no. Poor Roxas. And he just kind of gets up, and they're just like, yeah, the freaks in the white jumpsuits are gone. And... Talk about how, like, I think this is Cypher's just like, yeah, they're outsiders, so they need to learn the rules around here before we take <laughs> disciplinary measures. <laughs> I'm like, you're five, go home. Yeah, what are you doing? You sound like you need a juice box and a nap, Cypher. <laughs> but, like, well, Roxas is talking to them, we kind of see in the distance where, like, his three friends kind of show up. Yeah. And 
like Hayner gets a little bit mad to see Roxas just kind of like from his point of view hanging out with him. Right. And just kind of like turns around and runs away. And like Roxas sees this and she's like, oh shit. Teens, Uh-oh. I gotta go. <laughs> Teens. Uh, but yeah, so Roxas runs after him and Cypher's just like yelling at them after they leave. Just be like, hey, you better not che- chicken out at the tournament. Oh, right. There's a tournament. Yep. There's a struggle fight. Yep. They got a struggle fight with their bats. Yep. And then we cut to everyone hanging out in the usual spot, just like eating ice cream. And Pence is just kind of like, hey, so like, why were you hanging out with uh, Cypher the other day? Or Cypher today. That's kind of weird. And Roxas is like, oh, that's not that's not what happened. Sorry, guys. How how's the beach? <laughs> and to which Olet's just like, oh, we didn't go. It wouldn't be the same without you. Oh, yeah. And so Roxas is just like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I really fucked up, guys. How about we go tomorrow? <laughs> to which Hayner immediately gets mad again. He's like, sorry, I'm busy. Oh, to which hey, Roxas thinks for a second. and remembers the promise they made. To make it to the finals of the tournament, which is tomorrow. Ah, right. And, like, immediately she's like, oh, no, I fucked up. But Hayner's already, like, leaving. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, these teens. (laughs) Yeah. These poor boys are just so bad at emotions. They can't help it. They're just so bad at expressing themselves in any way that is conducive to human reactions. Yeah, except for the part where they get to be handed a bat and like beat the shit out of each other. That part they get. That's one of the three emotions teen boys understand. (laughs) It's that and and sweating. (laughs) Yeah, so it goes static again after this scene. And it says restoration at 48%. Okay, wow, we are fucking trucking now. (laughs) Like he he finally like unplugged his phone. We had to, yeah, he he he, un, he just plugged right into the router, so he's not eating up all the Wi-Fi. <laughs> and after the restoration update, we cut to Diz and Cloaked Man hanging out in the computer room. Okay. To which the Cloaked Man asks about Nominee and asks if she was Data. If she was Data. Yeah. The whole all of her is Data. Or just if that one was Data, I think. That what? How many nominees are there? <laughs> to which Diz says, "No, she hijacked the data herself. She's beyond my control." What the fuck is nominee? <laughs> and nominee is just... the architect. <laughs> well, he did say that she's not data. Okay, you're right. So she's still nominee. She's just apparently a hacker. She's just she's crash override. <laughs> <laughs> what was Angelina Jolie? I never. Wait, was Angelina Jolie Crash Override, or was that Johnny Lee Miller in Hackers? I don't remember anything about Hackers, except I used to play it with my Barbies. Shannon, that's amazing. (laughs) I made little computers out of paper. That might be the best sentence ever said. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, didn't Angelina Jolie have, like, braids or something? Because I remember braiding one of my Barbies' hair a lot. I thought she had really short hair in that, but I might be confusing it. I think someone had braided hair. I remember braiding someone's hair. Was it was Matthew Lillard in that? I'm doing a quick Google. Anyway, uh, I continue. think Matthew Lillard was the one that had the stupid braids. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, because I didn't want to cut my Barbie's hair, so I was like, I'll just do his hairdo on her. Yeah, but yeah, I made everyone <laughs> little laptops and put like Ken's big coats on her. <laughs> I was a very cool kid. I had a lot of friends. Are you Data? Did they make you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hold on. I have I have the Wikipedia pulled up. I know we're eating up a lot of time. Johnny Lee, Johnny Lee Miller was Crash Override. Angelina Jolie was Acid Burn. 
Oh, yeah. So, okay, totally different. Uh, anyway, anyway, now that we've got that cleared up, I know everybody's been on pins and needles. Like, I guess we really can return. Important. Yeah. I also used to reenact Meatloaf music videos with Barbies. See, that I get. Like, that, <laughs> that tracks on a lot of levels for me. But, like, <laughs> hackers is such a weird thing. Don't don't crush my creativity. I'm not. I'm, I would never. Like, I was just. I was a very weird kid. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, after Diz says all this, he punches his computer because he's just throwing a tantrum now. Okay. To which the cloaked guy is just like, "Hey, calm down. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not fixing your computers once you break them." <laughs> and to which Diz calms down. He's like, "Whatever. It doesn't matter as long as Nominate completes her goal." Or, nope, it's the cloaked guy that says that. He says, it doesn't matter as long as Nominate completes her goal. Don't worry. What is her goal? Because she wants to go hang out with Roxas in, I guess, Sora's brain. And he won't let her, because he's a jerk. Oh, wait, no. I was right the first time. It is Diz that says this. Okay. Yeah, he says, it doesn't matter as long as Nominate completes her goal. Don't worry about what befalls Roxas. And then it zooms out as the guy in the cloak just isn't saying anything in response to Diz. Uh, I you said on Twitter the other night that like th- Christopher Lee got paid money to say all these fake ass words, <laughs> and that's just great. Yeah, I was just like I was taking my notes. I was just like, you fought in World War II and killed Nazis. Do you, Do you think during that he was just like, I feel like he was probably a hundred percent chill about it. Yeah, like he was just like a straight up professional. It was like, uh, how do you pre- nominate? Okay, I can do that. Yeah, I'll talk about data. I don't know what data is, but I'll talk about it. Yeah, I feel like he was definitely probably super cool about it because it's Chris Lee and he's awesome. Like he's yeah. been Dracula. Right. Yeah. And um, but yeah, so this scene ends and we get more static and we see like the scene of like Sora when he's like he's flying towards the light, weirdly enough. OK. And then static again. It's like basically a montage of he's going to get Kyrie at um in Hollow Bastion when like Riku has the keyblade and all that stuff. Okay. Then static again and we get the like the goofy and Donald scene where it's like, well, I don't want to betray I like I know I had to go with the keyblade cuz the king said so, but I'm not going to betray Sora and he turns against Riku. Yeah. The best moment, the best yes. Donald moment in the first game. <laughs> and then we get static and then we get Sora's like my, the, my friends are my power scene. Hell yeah. Uh, static again, we get Sora trying to wake up Kyrie after he finds her in Hollow Bastion. Okay. Uh, static again, Beast when he's just being like, ah, so it's your heart that won this battle. <laughs> yes, more Beast. I hope Beast shows back up. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we get Static, uh, we get the scene where we had that secret boss in Kingdom Hearts 1 where it was the dude in the organization cloak with the lightsabers. Okay. But it's just like when he's walking by Sora and Sora's just like, who the hell's this asshole? Because <laughs> he hadn't seen here? the coats yet. So he didn't know like, oh, you are an asshole. Just yeah. default. Oh, I'm going to hate you all. <laughs> and then we get static and then we get the forget it. There's no way you're taking Kyrie's heart. Of course. Because of course gotta they get, had to. Got to get your shit in, brother. <laughs> My notes just say static. Suicide explanation point. Static. <laughs> So it's the scene where he stabs himself with the keyblade and takes out his heart. Oh Jesus! What a, what a what a fucking champ this kid is. <sighs> Sora's the best. Uh, static. We get Kyrie waking up after she gets her heart back. 
uh, static of Kyrie like hugging heartless Sora, then him turning back into regular Sora, and then we get static of hearing so uh, I think it was Sora that says Ky- that's saying Kyrie's name, and she just, like smiles at the camera, and then yeah. it goes static again, and we get the uh, Leon where he's just like, we may never meet again, but we'll never forget each other. Okay. At static, then Aerith being all like, yeah, our hearts will bring us together. Then more static, where Kyrie is giving Sora the charm. More static, where she's like, it's my lucky charm, be sure to bring it back to me, okay? And then static, and then the, uh, don't forget, wherever you go, I'll always be with you. And then, well, Sora's locking Hollow Bastion. Okay. And then fade out, and Roxas wakes up in his room. Okay. But it's so, one of those, like, he wakes up and just kind of, like, looks around for a minute first and then sits up and just kind of like, right, a promise? It, oh, so he is he seeing Sora's memories? Or uh, or is he just looking for Namine again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what's been said. It does, because I, I don't know. Oh, well, never mind. There's a timer. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, please stop. Please stop. Oh, God. Well, it's real just quick. gonna keep going. <laughs> the okay. rest of it is he goes right, promise, and does his half of him and Hayner's secret handshake, and then just kind of goes like, oh, rubs his head. He's like, what a mess. And then yeah. it's the fourth day. Okay. So then we can end there. All right. Well, I got a lot of questions for <laughs> Cloaked Man and Diz. Mm-hmm. And I guess number one is like, why are you being so mean to Namine? She obviously <laughs> knows better than you two dipshits. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's just gonna, like, that's just a thread of, like, why is everyone being mean to nominate? Stop it. Yeah, everyone's being, someone be nice to her, please. <laughs> Looks like Roxas might have been nice to her for, like, a second, but. He, he was trying to be nice to her, and then yeah. she's like, shut up, let me say weird shit and walk away. He's like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> he might have had a chance if fucking clothes guy didn't show up and pushed a little kid over. <laughs> everyone's really mean to kids in these games. It's so weird. Old people are so scared of teens. <laughs> Uh, so, Shannon, what can mm-hmm. we expect next time on Kingdom Smarts? Uh, next time, we are going to get to do the Struggle Tournament, which I thought we were going to get to this time, but I forgot that there is just a lot of weird static bullshit. We had to go through all of Kingdom Hearts 1. Upside, yeah. we're done with Kingdom Hearts 1 now. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, I assume we're going to get all of Chain of Memories the same way, but who knows? <laughs> I honestly can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Actually, at the time, I don't think they had cutscenes for Chain of Memories, so no, we don't. Oh, right, because it was on the Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I mean, they could have, like, I don't know, made some. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing here anyway. They don't have any cutscenes for Kingdom Hearts 2, but they're making those. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can talk to us at Kingdom Smarties. You can email us at KingdomSmartsPodcast at gmail.com. We also use the hashtag KingdomSmarts. If you want to talk to me on Twitter, you can talk to me at Shannon Maynard. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. I think next episode I'm going to agree with Axel on something.
One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. I feel like All I was right. real loud on that, too. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> Mostly just because I think I yelled it, not that, like, my volume is <laughs> <Two>! loud. <laughs> Real excited about that too. Yeah. Hey, man. You gotta get ready for something. It's Kingdom Hearts it's two. Yeah, it's because we're on Kingdom Hearts two. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the narrative. This is part of Kingdom Hearts now. <laughs>